Hello, and welcome to episode three of the San Juan Unified Student Podcast. I'm your host, Nanak Tagore. Today, we had the chance to interview Maddie Lazar. Let's dive right into the interview. Hey, Maddie, welcome in. Thank you so much for joining us here on the San Juan Unified Student Podcast. Uh, would you mind introducing yourself and telling listeners a little bit about who you are? Yeah, um, my name is Maddie Lazar. I'm a senior at Del Campo High School. Um, some things about me, I'm involved in a lot of programs on campus. So um, Kids Helping Kids is one of them, which is uh, a nonprofit organization that operates on campus. Um, I'm the director of event services, so I deal with like revenue at our events, things like that. Um, another thing, I'm involved in yearbook. Um, so I'm a chief editor for our school's yearbook program. Um, what else? I also run my own um, Etsy business. Um, I paint hydroflask, which is kind of a weird business to most people, but gives me some income. So it's fun. That That's amazing. That kind of makes you unique. I've never heard about that before. So that I'm looking forward to diving a little bit more into that as well. Um, so just a couple warm-up questions for you here. What's your favorite TV show? Ooh, um, you're going to laugh at me. It's probably the Vampire Diaries. Super cheesy, but I love cheesy dramas <laughs> like that. <laughs> no, no, no. That's awesome. Um, what's been your favorite quarantine activity? Uh, painting. I got really back into art again, so... Have you always been um, into art? Has that been something that's kind of helped you yeah, throughout your life? Though? I've always been like, it's been like a hobby, but it's never like now it's like a business for me. So now I like I do it every day. And so I, I've gotten better at it and it's become more than just a hobby. Well, I, I can only uh, paint and draw stick figures. So I mean, anything <laughs> you can do any more than me. Um, oh, yeah. Thank you for that. Um, let's dive into some questions. Uh what are you what are you involved in both in and out of school? I know you touched on it um, before, but if you want to go into a little bit more depth about what you do in those programs and kind of what motivated you to start working with those? Yeah, so first I'll start with kids Helping kids. That's pretty new to me. So my junior year, I took um, AP US history with Mr. Lotus, who is one of our advisors for kids helping kids. And I had no idea like what kids helping kids was. Um, but I went and volunteered at one of their gala events. Um, and it was so amazing. And I was just so awed that like kids put on this event. Like the advisors had nothing to do with it. It was the kids that put on the event. So I I wanted to be a part of that next year. Um, so I sent in my application for senior year. And I originally like wasn't gonna try out for a senior management position. Um, and I just did like a general like staffer and um, Mr. Lotus called me and he was like, I think you should try out to do this position. And so I did it like not thinking I was going to get the job. And then I interviewed and I got the job. So that's where I am now. Um, some things that I do. Um, so I'm responsible for all revenue that we raise at our events. So I do things like get donations for like silent auctions um i think of like new ways to raise money at our event basically that's my like sole job um yeah it's been very stressful this year because of covid 
Uh, we don't, you, we're not getting like the same amount of donations that we normally get. So it's definitely a struggle. Um, but it's, it's, I've learned a lot out of the program, so I don't regret being a part of it. Um, what else? Yearbook. Were you guys able to host? We, okay. So our gala this I... year, unfortunately got canceled because of COVID. So all of the events we've had so far have been virtual. Have you guys been able to host, um, events prior like your your um sophomore year junior year were you guys able to host um any events in yeah, person so um the the previous year i i wasn't a part of kids helping kids yet um i just was like a volunteer um but they they we usually host college bound gala uh four events per year is like we ho- host the same events every year it's like our annual events that we have every year um, and they all yeah they all go to different like causes like they raise money for different um groups of children um could you talk a little bit about your book too yeah so i'm the this year i'm the chief editor for your book um kind of how i got involved in the program was i took english with the yearbook advisor and he was like, you know, I think you'd be really good at this position. And I, at first I was like, not on board and I like, didn't want to be a part of it. But like, I came to one of the meetings where they, um, the old yearbook members just kind of talk about like what you do. And it, it seemed kind of fun. So my junior year, I was just a general staffer. Like I wrote like stories for the yearbook or like got, went out and got like quotes and stuff. Um, but then at the end of the year, I helped um, a lot of our the past year's chief editors get their work done. And I really liked the work. And I was like, I kind of want to do this next year. So I interviewed for the chief en- uh, editor position this year and I got it. Um, it's definitely like we'll probably have a book that's like half the size of our normal book just because of we're not in school. We don't have events to take pictures of. But it's been fun. Again, I learned a lot in the program. I love being part of these on-campus programs. So, yeah. Yeah. What exactly have you guys done to be able to even put a book together at all? Have you guys like asked students to send in pictures or what have you guys done for that? Oh, man. Okay. So (laughs) seniors had to take their senior pictures already. So like at least we got like seniors covered, but like nine through 11, we're trying this new thing where it's like an app and they have to have their parents or something take a picture of them for the yearbook. And then um, we try to get like headshot students to come in for headshots as much as possible. But to be frankly honest, there's not as many pictures in the book as there normally is. Um, and it's going to be more like a magazine, like lookbook, like like it kind of like records the events of the year rather than like having a sports section and a academic section so it's definitely different but it's to me it's better than having nothing because like I'm a senior I'm not going to be here next year I'd be sad if we didn't have a book no totally yeah you definitely want to give something back I mean that that's great to hear you guys are still going to be able to put something together um being a leader uh in during this uh pandemic uh just as far as with kids helping kids and with yearbook uh, how have you changed your leadership practices um, within those programs? Hmm. Okay, so in the beginning, 
for both programs, I try to do everything myself. Like, if you know me, I'm kind of, I'm very organized and I'm kind of a control freak and I need everything to be like perfect. So like, I found it very hard to like delegate tasks to other people in my team. And I think I, it it didn't work out for me. So I kind of learned that like, I need other people to help me and I can't do it all by myself. So I think now I've gotten better at, you know, this person needs to do this, this person needs to do this, and just keeping track of the people rather than just trying to do all the tasks myself to make sure they're perfect. I've kind of had to let go of my perfectionism. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah, totally. Um, so kind of transitioning here with more of kids helping kids, uh, how has COVID changed the nonprofit world? And more specifically, how have things changed at your nonprofit? Yeah, um, so typically we have four events that we put on um, throughout the year and a lot of our venues and, um, of course, because of health guidelines, we're not allowed to have that many people congregating together, so we're not able to have in-person events. Um, So we've really relied heavily on our productions team who is in charge of, like, um, putting together all the videos and marketing and media pieces Um, They've had to make all our events virtual. Um, So we've definitely like heavily leaned on productions, which we haven't necessarily done in the past. Um, We also are struggling a little bit with donations. So businesses are struggling right now. um, So it's tough to ask struggling businesses to give us something, you know, like I, a lot of our past donors aren't able to give this year. Um, For example, we always go and pitch to Wells Fargo and they usually give us a hefty sum of uh, money, like $15,000, like lots of money. (laughs) And um, this year they weren't able to give to us. Um, So it's, it was kind of hard seeing um, we were kind of going up with the amount of money we could raise. And this year we just kind of, there's really nothing we could do about it, but it's tough. It's definitely tough. Yeah, I know. I bet that that's tough on the budget. Uh, have you guys still been able to get get things done even with a more limited budget? For sure, for sure. Um, definitely the cost of like putting on an event is less money now because it's virtual. So that always helps. And we're still like we in August of November we put on um, a new event that we made called Stomp Out Pediatric Cancer. And the entire thing was virtual and we raised $21,000. So we're still able to raise hefty sums of money, just not as to the extreme that we normally would. And do you guys have a link or website where people can donate if they're interested in that? Yeah. So if you type in Kids Helping Kids Sacramento, will be the first one that pops up. And on the top right corner, there's a little donate button if anybody's interested. Yes, that will be in the description for you guys if you're interested in donating for Kids Helping Kids. So being that you're obviously a leader and you have a lot of things going at once, how do you manage your time? Um, I've always been super good at time management. Um, I used to play competitive softball and we traveled all the time. And so I would be out of school a lot. Um traveling to these tournaments like 
I used to go to Pennsylvania and New York to play and, you know, crazy distances. So I wasn't always at school. So I had to learn, you know, I, I got to do my homework. I have an hour to do my homework now and I have to get it done now. And I can't, I can't go on my phone. I can't do something else. This is my time for homework. And then this is my time to focus on this and this, you know? So I got really good at time management. And I think, um, you know, I no longer play now, but I took a lot of skills. Playing sports gave me a lot of skills besides sports, if that makes sense. Um, I got a lot of leadership skills, time management skills, like everything. I I learned a lot from softball. Um, And now that I'm not playing and we're at home and COVID hit, um, it's a little, it's piece of cake for me because I used to be on the road all the time and you know never had time and now I feel like I have all the time in the world which is why I got involved in so many programs I was like I have so much time to fill so yeah (laughs) yeah with with that time management obviously you're gonna have to take time for yourself so how do you de-stress and relax and what would be your advice to students that are really worried anxious and just have a lot on their plate um I, my biggest advice would be finding something you love, like something that isn't for anybody else except yourself. I'm kind of a nerd. So my de-stress is reading. I really like to read. Um, and I know that doesn't work for everybody. Maybe your de-stress is you watch your favorite comedy show or you you bake or something like that. You got to find like that one thing that you just love doing and it's only for you and it's not for anybody else. I think that that's amazing advice. For me, it's it's basketball for sure. I am yeah. a huge basketball guy. That, that's my thing that I've just really applied myself to. And I, I really, I'm really, really glad you touched on that. Yeah, definitely. So I you, think hobbies are important. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, with you, you mentioning that you run your own small business, would you mind touching on that and just saying, what do you, uh, sell and create just so our listeners can know? Yeah, I have an Etsy shop now and I sell like custom painted hydro flasks, which probably people listening are like, what does that mean? Um, like you can like ask to like paint whatever you want on it. And then I put, um, epoxy resin on the outside so like the paint gets sealed it's it's an interesting business for sure it's very unique is like the best word to describe it yeah where'd you come up with the idea because it's it's very unique like you just mentioned um so I've always been kind of into art and like painting wasn't necessarily my forte but like drawing I've always liked drawing um and so I had this old like dingy hydro flask and it looked really ugly and I was like you know what I'm just gonna paint it for fun like if it looks bad it looks bad it's already like dented and stuff so I my I'm kind of obsessed with Disney villains and so I painted Maleficent on my first one (laughs) and I took it to school and people like loved it and I was like hmm like I can make some money off of this like people really like it and so my first hydro I painted for somebody else was um my brother's girlfriend at the time and she was like oh my god I want one so I painted her one and then people loved her hydro flask and then so I started painting like people that I knew first 
And then I was like, I should make an Etsy shop. So I made an Etsy shop and now I sell to people I don't even know. Like it's, it's pretty great. Where, where can people find the, uh, the links to that so they can maybe get in contact with you if they're interested? I have um, an Instagram for my shop. Um, that has the link in the bio to my Etsy shop. So I will give you my handle for Instagram. Awesome. Yes, we, we put that in the description for sure as well. Um, what has been your most interesting hydro request that you've received? Mm. I had to replicate somebody's tattoo on their back. And so they like sent pictures of their like entire like back tattoo. It was very it was very interesting. <laughs> yeah, that I think that's amazing that you're able to do just about anything, though. I think that's awesome. Thanks. So on top of everything that you're a part of within school, your personal life and your community, you're obviously a high school senior. Um, how do you feel about the way things have turned out? And what's one way that you think things could have gone differently? Man, COVID has been tough for sure, for seniors, especially my class of 2021. And, you know, the end of our junior year was cut short and now our entire senior year was cut short. Um, I just think like looking on the bright side, like we're about to go to college. We're about to like embark on this new journey. Things are going to look up eventually. Like I think just like looking for the light at the end of the tunnel is key. Like this year has sucked but life will get better. And that's my motto right now. <laughs> um, as far as like things going differently, I mean, I don't really know. I don't think the school really could have done anything differently. They just had to deal with the cards they were dealt. Um, and unfortunately, these were the cards we were dealt. So. What? Speaking of that, I mean, not not being able to go to school, what's been your experience like uh, during distance learning? Um, I actually, I know a lot of students have struggled distance learning. I'm a very independent learner, so I've actually thrived under um, distance learning. I like doing a lot of work by myself. I'm not really, I'm good at working with other people, but I prefer to work by myself. Um, so I've actually thrived under uh, distance learning, but I know a lot of students are not, don't like it. So yeah. Yeah, I, de I definitely understand uh, with a lot of students um, struggling. I, I know that students that are more individually focused, like, like yourself, you're saying you're good at working on your own. They, they definitely are um, striving and go doing really well during this. Um, I know there's an option for a hybrid system coming up in the next few weeks. Uh, are you planning on opting into that? <laughs> okay this is I'm like going back and forth about what I'm gonna do I signed up to go back if we do go back um but I almost feel like there's nothing like fun left at school because you can't really like see friends there's no dances or rallies so I almost like feel like I can just do the not fun stuff from my room <laughs> but like I if peer pressure like if my friends go back I'll probably go back so <laughs> yeah it's really something weird like morning you're at school and then on the other days you're doing zoom from at home in the afternoon so it's yeah. going to be some type of weird schedule it almost feels like it's going to be less school too so yeah yeah it's weird yeah. I, I don't know how they're going to pull it off 
Because, I mean, we're already doing less as it is. So I don't understand how we're even going to do that <laughs> with even less than already what's been cut. So I'm looking forward to seeing what that's going to be like. And I totally know what you mean. Like, we're going to be going to school for just the school part. There's not going to be the... Right. There's the no, like, extras. Part. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's totally going to be an adjustment. And it's just going to be weird um, being at school and having to just wear a mask and socially distance. I mean, it's definitely not going to be the same, but it's going to be something. So I know I just like you, I'm kind of going back and forth with it, but I'm probably going to go back just because, I mean, I think it's, it's good for us to be able to see our teachers. Finally, some of my teachers I haven't seen all year, which is crazy. Mm -hmm. So within the student leadership group that I'm in, we talk about positives during this pandemic, as well as the negatives. We try to focus on positives, What's been a positive for you throughout this last year? Um, I've definitely, like, even though I don't get to see them that often, um, I've definitely gotten to make new friends just because we've kind of just bonded over, like, the bad situation we're in right now, which is kind of bad that that's what we bonded over, but it is. So I've I've made a lot of great new friends out of this. I mean, that that's definitely great to hear i mean for for us it's like we wouldn't be doing all of these activities like we hosted a student speaker series i'm now hosting this podcast um neither of those things would have happened if we didn't hit this right. roadblock like yeah. we wouldn't i wouldn't be here right now so i mean there definitely is a light to the situation for sure yeah for sure um finally uh one of our last questions here what's your advice for fellow san juan students listening now on how to stay positive and keep pushing through this tough time? I think you have to, the vaccine is coming out. So that's always a plus thing. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. I think looking forward to next year, I know this year has been one of the worst for school at least. Um, but like looking forward to like going back and the excitement you're going to feel when dances come back and rallies come back and you can have lunch with your friends again and you know looking forward to the excitement you're going to feel when things come back I think that's what you got to focus on right now just keep looking forward right and yeah we we really appreciate yeah we, we really appreciate you um coming on the show today um thank you so much for sharing you'll be able to find the link to donate for kids helping kids in the description along with Maddie's Instagram to see if you want to get your hydroflask painted. Um, thank you again for coming on the show, Maddie, and I hope you have a great rest of your day. Of course. Awesome. Bye. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm your host, Nanak Tagore. Please feel free to email me, or you can find me on Twitter or Instagram with requests for future guests, and let me know what you thought about the show. All of my info will be in the description. I'd also like to take this time to shout out my cameraman, Zubin Tagore, who does all the work behind the scenes to make this show possible. I'll be back here next time. 